got a special treat for you this evening. A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. So if you get a win tonight, that would breed confidence going into those next four games against teams in the silver spots beside you in the table. Where you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. It's tough. I want to learn how to talk like that. But ask your question again. I was too much listening to your accent. Yeah, no problem, man. Where you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. Where you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. But where in New York can one find a woman with grace, elegance, taste, and culture? A woman suitable for a king. Queens. My name is Peaches, and I'm the best. All the DJs want to feel my breast. The way you shake a man's hand determines at that spot how interested you really are to be there. It was big for me. Not a death grip handshake, a sincere handshake. Then you know if all hell breaks loose in the next five seconds from that handshake and you turn and you have to face something coming, you've got a partner. Female or male, you got someone you can count on. And people might go, oh, you don't know that from a handshake. Amen. That's you. Me? I'll bet my life on it. Demo is what they call a demonstration tape. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your soul Feel it all so silky smooth. Just let it shine through. Just let your soul go. Ask your question again. I was too much listening to your accent. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow Tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow.
John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom. Baby, last one from home. Can you believe it? In the background, we're hearing music for saxophone and guitar by Sam Wilkes and Sam Grindel, the two Sams, as they call them, the famous two Sams. No, I don't know who these guys are, but buddy, friend of the show, Tim, sent me this and I liked it. Check this out for a second. How about that mashup? A lot of coming to America in that mashup because the sequel's coming out soon. I'm going to watch that. We just watched the original. Love it. Where do you find a woman with style and grace? Whatever he says. We will go to Queens. That's where I found my, my woman with style and grace so I, I agree I, I deeply resonate with this movie one of my one of my all-time favorites letting my soul glow hearing from peaches I'm I mashed up peaches uh, beatboxing and rapping at the bar I guess it's peaches uh, twin that's doing the beatboxing and then I took the piano solo from in my life the Beatles song which George Martin played. And then they sped it up, and that's why it sounds like a harpsichord. Isn't that cool? You may know him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. One of the best lines of all time. Then, when we were in Chicago, we watched, with the family, we watched this completely unhinged Garth Brooks documentary, which I should throw on the recommended. It's It's great. And uh, we heard Garth talking about the power of a handshake and how a demo is what you call a demonstration tape. Oh, we heard from this guy, Ant. I guess he's uh, he's the star of the Timberwolves. I like this guy. Where are you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. It's tough. I want to learn to talk like that one day. Repeat your question. I was too much listening to your accent. So good. I just watched that on loop. An interview. This guy, Ant. I'm going to turn into a huge Timberwolves fan just because of that clip. And I sampled um, my favorite couple bars of Shower the People, James Taylor, and the intro to Southern Man. That is a tough intro. Sounds so good. And then you got Neil Young can get, obviously, everybody knows this. He gets too whiny on that song. But man, that intro slaps. So yeah. It's been a year, give, a, give, a, give or take a few days. Let that sink in. Let it sink in. Come on, let it. I know what you're saying. Don't tell me what to let sink in. What's up with people saying, let that sink in? You don't, you don't tell me what's, what I let sink in, right? But it was March 11th. Was the, that was the big day. 311. That was the it was the Thursday, I think. Tom Hanks got it. NBA shut down. 
Omelette Bar gave his terrifying speech from the Oval Office showing that he was way out of his depths. And he knew back then. He knew. He told Bob Woodward in February, Bob, this is serious or whatever he said. He, he was like using like, it's a weird thing. You hear these interviews with him sometimes and he's like, well, you got to understand the exponential growth of the, you know, he's just like, what did like the he's like secretly smart is he like like w was who knows who cares right but who would have thought who would have let it sink in that it'd be a year that i was doing this show race to the bottom from the home studio Mm. but but all along there was Winslow drinking the matcha, Winslow, Winslow matcha. Winslow sponsoring this and every monologue. Whether I'm in the Winslow Tea broadcast booth like I will be next week or whether I'm at home, please hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know and hashtag slurp to enhance and steep into the conversation, why don't you? So a year of recording from home, a year of the quote-unquote pandemic. Sidebar, what's up with quote-unquote? I be, I didn't quote anything. You don't quote anything when you do quote-unquote. should say quote-pandemic-unquote. Right? You got all people with all these quotes with nothing in them. But I'm excited to get back into the studio. I don't know if you guys have heard this. If anybody you've talked to or seen on the media has mentioned that it's been about a year of of the pandemic. And I'm heading back to Bushwick, Brooklyn, to the Winslow T broadcast booth. But I've got one last hurrah, and boy, do I have a show for you. Speaking of shows, the show of shows, what was that, like Sid Caesar's show of shows? I wasn't on that, but I was on Why Is This Not a Movie? This dude, Mike. Mike. I'm going to get Mike on my show. What's his name? Why is this not a movie? With Mike. Not Mike Tyson. Mike Vago. I think I'm going to be on this this upcoming week i'll let you guys know if i was on but it's not like this i tell everybody about my radio show and they think it's a podcast we did the how the internet has changed us i tell people oh yeah it's on at uh, 10 a.m saturday mornings and people are like oh yeah where's the link i missed it it's not a podcast guys it's a radio show it becomes a podcast you got to tune in live to get the live experience, especially once we're back live in the studio. And I got to get your phone calls, guys. Can I remember the number? I think it's probably changed. 718-928-9732. But don't quote me on that. Don't quote unquote me on that. It's, I think they've changed the number because we got a new studio, but it's still the Winslow T broadcast booth. I digress in the background. We're hearing this group Faust. They were from the 70s. 
and this song's piano piece. Most of their stuff doesn't sound like this, but I like this. More on the 70s in a, in a little bit. But let's get back to why is this not a movie. It's a podcast. I'm on it. This guy, Mike Vago, is is really smart. And basically he gets guests on there who has who have ideas about historical things that should be a movie. And then you, you cast it and you kind of write the movie with him. It's a great idea for a podcast, and it was a blast. So check that out. More info on that next week. But as, as I was complaining about people thinking this show's a podcast and not a radio show first and foremost, I mentioned how the internet has changed us. Thank you to everybody got big listenership for that one and I'm I'm happy because I was really proud and it was a lot of work thank you to all the folks who, who helped out with that, all the interviews my nephew Wyatt Walter my old restaurant buddy Sonia, my old co-teacher I guess I should say former my former co-teacher I don't want to say any of these people are old Scott Bunn, the man with the voice. People were telling me, three or four people told me how much they love Scott Bunn's voice. So congratulations to you, Scott. Co-host of Steve Sachs Syndrome, where I'm going to bum rush that show again. Got to go on there and talk about the Mets. Spring training has has begun, and supposedly the Mets are going to be good this year. They've made some good moves with the billionaire sicko money. Of course, the Mets finally get good when they get some morally dubious guy run to run them. Not that Will, the Wilpons weren't as well. Thanks to my old Asheville pals, Jake Frankel, co-host of Slumber Party on Asheville FM, Stephen Slack, web developer. Hit him up. I'm sure he'd love to design your website who else Alon who hosts Lost and Rewound on this here station Radio Free Brooklyn Lisa who hosts Dr. Lisa gives an S here on RFB am I missing anybody Tim Bowers contributed music Sean Don contributed music Seth Kaufman contributed the theme it was fun and we learned a lot didn't we Part of why I did that show while I did was because I went to Chicago, Chi-Town, to see my new niece, my niece, my witness, as Sultan Peppa said. We drove that long drive from New York to Chicago through Pennsylvania, and on the way there, we, we listened to the last day of the impeachment proceedings. And I'll say this about the impeachment proceedings. Did we know that it was going to fail? Yes. Was it important? Oh, hell yes. That first impeachment is like so complicated to people. You got to impeach him over a phone call. You had to explain stuff about how you're not supposed to get help from foreign governments and all that stuff. This, this one, impeachment number two, the sequel, so clear, so obvious the whole time. It was at least good, just cathartic to just 
feel like you're not crazy. I feel like you're not crazy to just... Yeah, but other people saw it too. I'm not, it wasn't just you who saw it. Saw the lies and everything. But we're supposed to move on from that, right? Focus on the $15 minimum wage, which is true. We should. But man, that... It, it felt good, even though you knew. And, and right, right as they were doing the votes, we were pulling into Chicago. And it was snowing. It was the first inclement weather we ran into on the trip. I was kind of freaking out hearing Richard Burr vote. Yes. Surprising. Trying not to get into a wreck. Just hung out in Chicago with uh, family and saw this little baby. She's cute. Shout out to my niece. In the background, we're hearing a song from our buddy Sean Don, who did some of the music for How the Internet Has Changed Us. He had an extra one. Let's check this out for a sec. But my second vax has kicked in, and it feels good doing slowly venturing out into the world while, uh, you know, still doing the things, wearing the mask and hand sanitizing and keeping the six feet and everything, being safe. But it does does feel good when got a pedicure (laughs) because my feet are... Uh, kind of nasty and it's n- nice and relaxing get them spiffed up a little bit went to the grocery store get some onions <laughs> I was missing I forgot to order onions guys but something I noticed that I, I hadn't noticed in this past year when you're out in public when you're out in public again you hear a lot of bad music that you wouldn't subject yourself to when you're in control of your environment. Heard some train, got a train song stuck in my head. Not Soul Sister, but what's the other one? Let's see. Train. Not Drops of Jupiter. Maybe it wasn't. Train. I don't know, guys. Anyway, you hear some bad, bad music. And you get it stuck in your head, but it's worth it. It's it's worth it. Get the get your vaccine. And in the background, we're hearing Bremer and McCoy, as always. And I don't always do the best job of of just talking about how Bremer and McCoy is in the background so much on this show. And I love these guys. And I'm I gotta get them on the show. And I know what I'm gonna do about it. Next time, it'll, it's gonna be even more impactful because we're gonna. I'm going to write them a letter on while I, while we're on air and ask them to come on the show. You guys can help me write it. We'll do that next week. But yeah, uh, we heard the, the Faust song, and I got some more 70s stuff. I, I made the 70s playlist, and this is something I want to explore when we can do phone calls. I've been, uh, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with the 70s. I was born in 79. Maybe it's like looking back to the world right before I was born. But it's the 70s are so fascinating to me because, you know, they're obviously not the 60s. The 60s are very defined. The 
80s are very defined. The 70s are just kind of lost in a, in a fascinating way. The cinema was interesting, the, the movies. So I've been trying to watch some 70s movies, listening to some 70s music. And, you know, the 60s hope and everything had kind of come crashing down in, in a lot of ways, but we are left with still this kind of freedom and kind of rudderlessness which reflects in the music but it's the music is a lot more cynical or or empty in a really revealing way so we'll we'll explore that some more in our in the next few shows but i've got some 70s stuff for us to check out in our round of sound but before that i need to launch into a part of the show that i like to call excusez-moi I'm going to teach you how to say excuse me in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi. Excuse-moi. Pardon. Pardonnez-moi. Je suis désolé. So guys, it's March 6th, which means it's March. And I'm late on March Sadness, third annual. I was so busy with how the internet has changed us. I forgot to get you guys prepped. I've been hitting people up on social media to send me your sad little stories. I spoke last year about how my my exemplar. See, as a teacher, you need to give an example. If you're asking doing people to do an assignment, you need a model. So mine was in first grade, the first day I got kicked out of class because I couldn't remember how to write my name. And I was crying. They wouldn't let me back in. <laughs> and I got helped out by a gym teacher. That was my sad memory. But we're doing a, a bracket-style tournament like we did last year and the year before where sad memories go up against one another. And I need yours. Just a paragraph. Last year we had a passed-out parakeet in the bathtub. We had a Somebody get T-boned by a delivery driver. We had a girl break up with someone because the guy made her feel nauseated whenever she was around him. That kind of thing. We got some good ones already, but we we need yours. We'll start it next week. Hopefully, we'll get uh get sixteen. Do us start with a sweet sixteen. Okay. So so text me, email me, write me at uh, race to the b at gmail and uh, let's do this thing. And March Sadness this year is sponsored by cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. Just like these memories run through your mind, you got to run through this city and learn its history. Thank you to City Running Tours for your sponsorship. And now it's time for a part of the show that I like to call Recommended. It's a recommendation. I haven't watched the season finale yet, but there's this show, Painting with John, on HBO, with this guy, John Lowry, who's a total nut. He's an actor, he's in a lot of Jim Jarmusch movies, he's a painter, and he's a musician, but I recommend it. He, he's, 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 I mean, he's certifiably crazy, uh, and he lives on this island in the Caribbean. It's got a weird, fascinating story, maybe I'll talk more about John Lowry, but uh, I recommend his this show. 
he, he's kind of like Bob Ross. I won't say on acid, but like Bob Ross after some great and horrible LSD experiences and kind of trying to piece his life back together. And the music is great. And he tells stories and it's weird and, and fun. Also weird and fun and, and totally insane is this documentarian, Adam Curtis. I think I talked about his documentary, Hypernormalization, before. He's got a new one called Can't Get You Out of My Head. It's called, he calls it like an emotional history of the past century and talks about individualism and collectivism and how the ways in which we are lost in our individualism and in our attempts at getting together as a society and how technology has changed us. It's it's a big smorgasbord, and I'm still processing it, but it's on YouTube, If unless you live in... I don't think I have any British listeners currently, but you can just go in, on YouTube and type in Can't Get You Out of My Head, Adam Curtis, and get ready to get your mind warped my wife won't watch it with me but maybe you you can and we can talk about it and then I've been reading right down the alley of how the internet has changed us been reading Nobody Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood which is about the internet and inter- internet language and what it does to us to be addicted to our phones and it's funny and amazing and I'm I'll probably finish that this week and talk more about it but and then there's another one there's like two books by really smart funny young women about the internet and I need to read the other one too forgive me I can't remember the name of it but I can remember of what the next segment of the show and it's called round of sound So let's do a round of sound here. Continue to pay tribute to Chick Corea, who passed away recently. And my favorite Chick Corea album, or one of them, My Spanish Heart. And I played some of My Spanish Heart uh, last time or the time before. And I did more of a flamenco thing, but the album also has these weird kind of synth exploration things and this is one of them that we're going to hear called El Bozo Part 2 then in our 70s romp check out the band Can C-A-N I think they're a French band I don't really know much about Can but I always heard people talk about how cool they were I'm starting to get into it and this is our song Vitamin C and it's very funky speaking of funky then we'll hear Running away from there's a riot going on by Sly and the Family Stone. Really good stuff. And we'll round it out with Guilty off the Sail Away album by Randy Newman. You're listening to Race to the Bottom. This is Radio Free Brooklyn.
in western North Carolina get a muffler, a transmission, a timing belt, or a suspension replaces Johnny's. Why? Because at Johnny's Automotive, they do the job right and check it. That's Johnny's way. Come down to Johnny's on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek and get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Clockwork. Thank you, as always, to Johnny's for sponsoring the political checkup all these years, almost 10 years off and on, that Johnny's been sponsoring it, both here and in Nashville, North Carolina. Please check out Johnny's in Western if you're in the Western North Carolina area and you need your car fixed or checked on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. At Johnny's, they do the job right and check it. That's Johnny's way. And it's time for What in the Crap. What in the Crap? What in the Crap? So it's been a while. Been a while since we did the political checkup. And I want to talk about 
cancel culture because people won't shut up about it. And we got to stop saying the word, the two words. You can say the word cancel and you can say the word culture, but when you put them together, I think it's dumb and I think it should be canceled because cancel culture is category confusion run amok. You talk about things, cancel culture run amok. Confusion about what's going on is run amok. Everybody's got a take about everything, right? That's one thing I'm sick of. Everybody's got their dumb, counterintuitive take. I mean, yeah, we talked about the democratization of the internet and and of, of culture, and that's great. But sometimes people are just like chipping away at the center. And I got two examples of it. One, I've been reading this book, March, with my eighth graders. It's John Lewis uh, worked on this graphic novel of his life with a illustrator. And it's great. It's a three-part series, and my kids have been loving it. But we, And we keep comparing what happened in the civil rights movement to Black Lives Matter and everything that happened this past year. And... The thing we keep coming back to is how those first few weeks of the protests and and the reaction to George Floyd's tragic death and Breonna Taylor and everything, everybody was on the same page, man. Like people, you had cousins and aunts you'd never even knew knew what a black person was talking about it. But then you had people chipping away in all different ways. Right? People talking about, oh, well, I don't like the, this that the protesters are doing. And yes, maybe, maybe the, the, uh, the jerks, the, you know, Antifa, if that exists, the, the agitators, the looters, maybe, maybe they chipped away. But also the people who focused on, on that so much are chipping away at the consensus, right? At the, the just plain as day fact that Black Lives Matter or the consensus of, of what happened on January 6th, or the consensus that COVID is real and horrible and half a million people died. Everybody wants their little take and their little counterintuitive narrative. And how does that have to do with cancel culture, you ask? does in this way we're trying to get better as a society we're trying to to learn and be more accepting and to not say stupid stuff not to let our our biases cloud our judgment so that we don't perpetuate racism and sexism and transphobia into this new century right we're trying to get better and then a lot of these same same people who have their takes on everything on black lives matter on the capital on covid i think they're they think they're smart they think everybody else is wrong right they've 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 figured it out they've cracked the code these same people get on this cancel culture bandwagon 
But if if any good faith effort that we make to hold people accountable for stupid, offensive, horrible crap that they say, hurtful stuff, if that's all cancel culture, how can we move forward, right? So people find these anecdotes and these anecdotes blow up and obscure the main message or there are there are those times if you really feel like somebody uh, gets gets fired for the wrong reason there's this guy Nathan Robinson who's a writer for the Guardian And he just, he got fired from the Guardian. And I don't know the whole story, and that's how it is for most of this stuff. But he was talking about um, Israel and Palestine and the apartheid situation there. And he got fired because of that, ostensibly. And if that's the case, that's wrong. That's messed up, right? But that doesn't have anything to do with the Muppet, them putting a <laughs> a little warning before they play, play the Muppets on Disney Plus because some of the Muppets shtick might be offensive to a modern audience. They didn't cancel the Muppets. <laughs> they didn't cancel uh, Dr. Seuss this week. I love Dr. Seuss. I learned how to read. My dad taught me how to read with Redfish, Bluefish, and Reese's Pieces for every word that I read. But if there's a few books that Dr. Seuss wrote that looking back, looking at them now, are horrible to Chinese people or people from Africa, just don't don't publish those ones. That's not... Come on, guys. Come on, man. You're getting nervous, right? But don't let the... I would say... Don't let they sit... Don't... Don't lose the forest for the trees. We gotta do the right thing. Like Spike Lee said. <laughs> and sometimes... The people that you, th- you thought you love, you thought they were great people. They can uh, do horrible things that they need to be held to account for. And I guess that... um I learned that. I learned that the hard way. Because who was my comedy heroes? Bill Cosby. Woody Allen. Louis C.K. I learned about cancel culture. I can't... You, but I've said it before. You blame, uh, blame cancel culture for Bill Cosby or Woody Allen or Louis C.K.? How about blaming... Bill Cosby, Woody Allen, Louis C.K. for for cancel culture. They they uh, got themselves. It's like Alon said. These people are getting themselves canceled. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I can't enjoy a Bill Cosby record anymore. It's not cancel culture's fault. You can let this stuff go. You can. Uh, you you don't need to read um, when I owned the zoo anymore. I think I saw it all on Mulberry Street. I think Dr. Seuss would hopefully be okay with that. And if not, who cares? He was a 
not Nazi sympathizer anyway, so you know, sometimes it hurts. We got bigger fish to fry. Gotta get out of this pandemic. Gotta make sure people aren't starving. Gotta figure out why why um, these Asian Americans are being attacked all over the country. Tell you, ask them about cancel culture. Ask the Q Shaman about cancel culture. Terry Gross is obsessed with the Q Shaman. She talks about him every episode, and I, I'm into it. I'm a Q Q Shaman curious. One last thing about this. We were watching this Reagan documentary. Yeah, that's how I unwind. Ronald Reagan. My wife says I say it wrong. Reagan? Yeah, Reagan. Hopefully I'm saying that okay. I think I say Reagan sometimes and she doesn't like it. Reagan. Reagan. Anyway, this documentary, what was it on? HBO, I think. And it's built, it's all from like found footage, like behind the scenes footage of, of, of him. I'm stop saying his name so I don't get it wrong. And it, the premise is, is how he used his, his celebrity and his Hollywood training to bolster his presidency and it's and it's told mostly through the prism of the Cold War but man I was thinking when you, you watch that and then you think about Omelette Bar the Republicans talk about how the Democrats are the party of the Hollywood elites give me a break Ronald Reagan this other uh, uh, Celebrity Apprentice? The right is obsessed with culture. So you go to watch the CPAC stuff. All they're talking about is the Muppets this, Mr. Potato Head that. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't lose the forest for the trees. Otherwise, I'm going to say what in the crap. If you're listening to this on your computer, you can download the app for your Android or iPhone. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate if you want to drop some dollars for this and all the great programming. And to hear about all this stuff, go to the newsletter tab, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter and sign up. We only hit you up once a month. Oh, yeah. And if you are so inclined, our boy... 
Christopher Mata, who ranked the top 10 vegetables with me and was on the Thanksgiving episode. He's in this competition for everybody's favorite chef, favechef.com, and um, he's doing well. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for him right now. This is how quick it is. I went to his Instagram, which is boywonder9129. I go to the bio. I hit this bio, and I go to free daily vote. Log into Facebook, free vote. Your free vote for Christopher Mata was received. Bam. Help him out. Push him over the edge. It's front of the show. To play us out, we heard George Martin's slowed down. Well, it wasn't slowed down when he did it. We heard the original slow version of George Martin's piano solo of In My Life. Let's hear it at ludicrous speed. To quote Spaceballs in on the song In My Life by a band called The Beatles. And then we'll hear another four guys from across the pond in our ongoing obsession with old impressionistic U2 off the much-panned album Rattle and Hum, song Heartland. People didn't like Rattle and Hum because it was like their love letter to American music and they thought it was phony. And a lot of it was. But this song... I, this song has this melancholy that I like, and Bono's doing his falsetto and a lot of backing vocals, more backing vocals on this song than in, in most U2 songs. In My Life and Heartland to play us out. Next week, we'll be back live on the air. Tell your friends, send me your March Sadness memory, and I will see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>
Oh, 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 oh,